Hey, what's going on everyone? I know you all love dividend stocks, but today I'm gonna to show you a method of making money that might be even better than dividends. It's also relatively passive and super easy in my opinion. I made over $2,300 last year doing the strategy. You just gotta sell a few steak knives and then recruit three other people under you and you're all good. Okay, just kidding. This strategy is known as doing covered calls. I'm going to share with you how to do the strategy and even what stocks I believe are good for beginners wanting to get into this strategy. This strategy is loved by Warren Buffett and is done by basically every big hedge fund and financial institution. As you continue on your path to financial freedom, you're always going to be wanting to know more ways to generate more income. So let this be yet another tool to help you get there. All that and more coming up, just make sure you hit that like button, say no to censorship, and subscribe to this channel so I'm motivated to make more content. So covered calls happen when an investor owns at least 100 shares of a stock or ETF and essentially comes into agreement with another investor to swap those 100 shares if the share price reaches a certain price, which is called the strike price, on a predetermined date. These agreements are known as options contracts and they trade in increments of 100 shares. Now you might be wondering, this agreement seems very one-sided. What do I get in return for giving up my 100 shares? And the answer to that is that you get a payment called premium. This is an upfront payment paid by the buyer to the seller, who always gets to keep this amount, regardless if the shares are actually exchanged or not. Some commonly used terminology in the options world are actually referred to as calls and puts when referring to options. The person who buys a call option essentially gets the rights to buy shares at a predetermined price by a predetermined date. And a put option is the rights to sell a stock at a predetermined price at a predetermined date. So let's use an example with Pepsi stock. I personally think Robinhood has by far the easiest to use interface and the cleanest look when looking at options. I often use Robinhood to find the options trades I want to do and then I actually go and execute them on Fidelity. Currently Pepsi trades for $172.40. So in options, remember everything is times 100. So the prices you see here or the premiums, all of this is times 100. This is giving you a per share premium. So 84 cents is really just for one share. So you have to do times 100 and that gives you $84. Same thing with $1.52, that would really be $152. And we can see here that the premiums are actually much higher the closer we get to the current day price. And they get much lower the further away from the current day price that we get. This is because of the likelihood of the share price reaching these strike prices is greater than the ones that are more out there. So let's say I'm a big shot aristocrat and I own 100 shares of Pepsi. That would be about $17,000 in today's prices as Pepsi trades for about $170. Let's say my average cost, if I just continue to dollar cost average into Pepsi over a long period of time, my average cost is now $150. So I'm already in the green a very good amount. Now I enjoy my position in Pepsi, I enjoy collecting my quarterly dividends, but I don't think there's any way that Pepsi will reach $180 in the next three weeks. So this little dropdown is what you use when you wanna determine the predetermined date of the options contract. Depending on the stock or ETF, you can go as far out as just one week or as far out as over two years from now. See, there's one from January of 2024. Well, there's gonna be somebody on the other side who is basically saying, I will pay for the rights to buy your 100 shares, but only if it reaches $180 in the next three weeks. That's our predetermined date of February 18th. 
The predetermined price again is called the strike price. Let's say in three weeks or at the end of February 18th, Pepsi ends the trading day at $179.99. So do the shares actually transfer over? And the answer to that is no, they don't, because that is not at or above our strike price of $180. In that case, the contract for us expires completely worthless because it did not reach the strike price, or what the market refers to as out of the money. No shares were transferred, and our obligation to hand over those 100 shares is extinguished. And best of all, we always get to keep that upfront premium. So in this case, if we executed that trade today, it would be $84 that goes into our pockets no matter what. Technically, the buyer of an option could exercise their option earlier than the expiration date if it was in the money or above the agreed strike price. But this is extremely rare. I would say most options traders you encounter will say they have never seen this. A possible reason a buyer might want to do this is if they saw the stock was in the money and they felt like it may drop before the expiration date or if they wanted to hold the shares before the upcoming ex-dividend date. Your next question is, what about dividends? Dividends are always paid out to the person who actually held the shares on the day before the ex-dividend date. So in the prior example we used with Pepsi, if the ex-dividend date was February 5th and our contract was still out of the money, I would get the future dividend payment even if the contract did eventually expire in the money on February 18th. Now, everything I've mentioned just seems too good to be true, right? Well, there is one main risk, I would say, when doing covered calls. And to be honest, it's really not even that much of a risk. It's the upside that is given up if a stock price does very well. Say in the prior example, Pepsi stock suddenly gets a lot of positive sentiment when they finally let Baja Blast be sold in stores and not just at Taco Bell. Pepsi stock could go soaring to $200 by February 18th. It's still gonna be a win for us today as let's just keep it simple and say Pepsi was trading at $170. That's actually the price it was when I wrote the script. <laughs> and we agreed to sell it at $180. So we collect that $1,000 in capital gains since it's for 100 shares. But you see, now we lose that extra $2,000 in upside because our Pepsi shares now belong to someone else and they're now worth $200 at the end of these three weeks. So now you see why someone would be willing to be on the buy side. So this is not a strategy. If you are very bullish on a company, you're probably just better off just holding the stock rather than losing any upside if the company does well. Also, there's a risk that the stock price just drops, but that's always gonna be a risk whether you do options or not. Doing a covered call at a price that is below your average cost would also cause a risk of losing money as well. As promised, here are some stocks I said are good for beginners. The first one is Coca-Cola. This is a relatively safe stock with a very proven track record, and you can count on KO to continue selling soft drinks and other products, and the share price actually doesn't fluctuate that much. Its beta is actually under one, which means it's actually less volatile than the overall stock market. But this can actually be a double-edged sword as premium prices, they take into account volatility. So the more volatile a stock is, the higher the premiums are gonna be. Also, the further out an expiration date is, the higher the premiums will be as well, as there's a greater chance of significant price changes with the stock over time. So if one wanted to do covered calls with Coca-Cola stock, that would require about $6,000 in capital. Another stock I believe is good for beginners is Apple stock. Again, a very reliable company selling us overpriced electronics 
and the stock price generally goes in an upwards direction. Apple's beta is slightly higher than 1, which means it's a little bit more volatile than the market. Apple recently announced its earnings, so always be aware of when a company's earnings date is, as that's going to cause even more volatility than normal. So I can do a pretty conservative options trade with Apple by doing a covered call at a strike price of $185, expiring in about 3 weeks, and I would get paid $60 for simply just holding on to my shares. This is why options trading can be more powerful than dividends, which companies typically only pay out once a quarter. Or let's say you wanted to sell a stock. Let's say you were absolutely done with Apple stock. You just wanted to get rid of your 100 shares and didn't think the company was worth holding for in the future. You could actually get paid to sell your shares. I could sell a call on March 4th, which is about five weeks from now, for $170, which means I'm actually starting an options contract in the money, and I get paid $663 upfront to do that. Now, as long as Apple's share price on March 4th is not higher than $176.63, I would still be better off just doing an options trade rather than just selling my shares straight up. If this strategy sounds very similar, it's actually what income ETFs do to produce such high dividend yields for its investors. So by investing in these ETFs, you are essentially doing the same thing, but you don't have to do any upfront work. Let's be honest, you probably don't have $300,000 just lying around if you wanted to do options trading with Amazon stock. Boy, do some of these companies just need to do a stock split. These ETFs allow you to get exposure to companies like Amazon and participate in the options trading. I have a whole playlist on these ETFs, so check that out if you're interested in being more hands-off. This is a pretty complex topic. It took me a few years to really understand what was going on, but I really think it could be a profitable one if done on the correct stocks in the long run. There's so many other options, topics, and strategies I didn't have time to mention, but let me know in the comments below if you'd like me to hit on any of them in future videos. Now these videos, they do take a lot of time to research and produce, please hit that like button for the algorithm to help out a small-time YouTuber. As always, my videos are found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name. This includes being found on Spotify. Don't worry, I'm not taking down any of my content, unlike some people. If you have any questions, please let me know in the comments below, and I will buy, stash, and collect cash. See you later.